Hi, it's Dave. Today I'm joined by James Dama in person in Austin. We're going to do a quick video on Tesla's latest decision to remove ultrasonic sensors from their cars going forward. A big move by Tesla. Um, let's kind of pose a question to James here. Why do you think Tesla made this move to remove ultrasonics? Do you think there's going to be kind of this initial degrading of like ability for the cars to actually see the distances like very close? Do you think vision that Tesla has, the Tesla vision will um, not just compensate, do you think it'll do even a better job than these ultrasonics over time? Like what's your kind of take on uh, Tesla's move here? I sort of expect it to go the same way the radar did, right? That you, you know, they, they took the radar out, some cars lost some functionality for a while. It took longer than they said it would <laughs> to get the functionality back. Um, and then for a while, you know, it, you, you had the functionality and it was better in some ways and worse in other ways. And over some time it became superior in every way and then dramatically superior. And I would sort of expect to see the ultrasonic sensors being replaced in a similar kind of fashion. It, uh, all the things that ultrasonic sensors do for people with a few exceptions, um, you know, people who don't have ultrasonic sensors, they do with their eyes and it mostly works, you know, pretty well. Um, you know, so the fact if people can do it with their eyes, the car will be able to do it. In principle, it can do it. Now, uh, how quickly does the software get to that level of functionality? What are the, you know, bumps along the way? There will be some bumps, you know, just like there was with radar. And, uh, and it, might, it might be a while before every single kink is worked out. But the ultrasonic sensors have a lot of shortcomings. And, uh, I mean, it's not just the fact that they cost money. You have to put them in there. Sometimes they break. Uh, they, um, you know, they're, they're really bad at certain types of materials. And they're, certain, they're really bad at dealing with certain shapes of objects. And cameras just not going to, I mean, they're, I guess in a sense, they, you're going to have a somewhat different set of limitations. Like, you could imagine that a really white pole against a really white background might be harder for a, a camera to see than an ultrasonic sensor. There, there are going to be these sort of corner case situations where mm -hmm. cameras might have a handicap, uh, and it'll take them a little while to overcome those kinds of things. But like the pole is a pretty good example. Like the ultrasonic sensors have never been super good at dealing with poles. Mm -hmm. So it was really easy to back into a pole on your car because you look at the ultrasonic sensor, it says there's nothing there, right? Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're narrow. They don't have a big cross section and they're convex. So the return signal is, can be really weak from a pole, especially if it's got some, like if it has some padding wrapped around it or something, yeah. your ultrasonic signal might be really weak coming back from that. And cameras, they won't have problems with those kinds mm -hmm. of things. Okay, how about the scenario where I'm uh, inching forward mm -hmm. to something, and let's say it's a high parking curve or something that if I hit it, it's gonna scrape my front front bumper, okay? Mm -hmm. And let's say I'm a daring person. I love to always get up to two inches, like next to the curve, you know, and, mm -hmm. or something. Am I gonna be able to do that with just Yeah, I would vision? say the cameras will be better really? than at doing that. Then, well, so one, one that I have is, you know, the, you know, say you're pulling up to a curb, you're pulling up uh, to a curb and you don't know if it'll fit underneath your, you know, the spoiler uh, yeah. on your car. Yeah. Like, is my spoiler going to nail that? Yeah, or yeah. am I going to be able to roll forward, you know, so that the, so that, so it goes, so it goes over that. Um, you know, ultrasonics, they've been super terrible. Like they can tell if there's a curb there, but they can't tell if it's a two inch curb or a 10 inch curb because it produces basically a, a very similar return signal. It just tells you there's this thing and it's so far. So, you know, they, they and, and they're, they're poorly positioned to help you in that situation anyway. Like once the sensor passes over the top of it, you can't see it, right? So it's not telling you what's underneath. Um, but the, the IMU unit, 
uh, in the car and the, you know, so there's a, they have accelerometers and whatnot, but they also have a wheel turn sensor. And that thing's accurate to like probably a millimeter in terms of the exact position of the car. So with whatever accuracy, the cameras on the front of the car can locate an object as you move forward to it. Like if it can tell that that curb is, is a six feet, 10 inches ahead of your car when it's close, and it should be able to do about like that. It like for things that are close and low to the nose of the car, the front camera can probably localize it to like an inch now already, that kind of scale, yeah. right? So then it just, you count the wheel turns and you know exactly when you're yeah. a half inch from it or whatnot. So yeah. it there are many opportunities for the cameras to do, uh, to not just do better than the ultrasonics do, but solve problem like parking related problems or parking in a tight space problems that the ultrasonics really can't touch right now yeah i mean it's interesting because it'll save tesla a lot with manufacturing they don't have to make the holes um, in the bumpers they have to mm. put in the ultrasonics all the wiring you know all the extra stuff is just gone you know it's like it's um just with one quick decision um it reminds me of kind of the role that Elon has to play, kind of pushing the stuff forward. I think most CEOs would be like, oh, no, no, err on the side of caution, like, mm -hmm. you know, keep it all in. And but um, and because the functionality isn't 100% pr proved out, like it's, mm. it's going to take some time to transition. But Elon's like, oh, it's done in his mind. You know, it's like um, in terms of the, the, mm. the trajectory, where it's headed, and it's the ability for the cameras to do pretty much everything. Recently, the, I've been seeing that tendency of his in a slightly mm -hmm. different light, mm -hmm. which is, you know, a, a lot of companies, their general approach is don't say something that might be wrong because we'll look mm -hmm. bad if, sure. we, if we get it wrong. But there's an, another thing you can do, which is if I have an ambitious goal and I go public and I say, I'm going to say it, mm -hmm. we're really motivated to hit it. Right, like yeah. we've put ourselves on the line for that. Not just us, like everybody on the team, they know what the deadline is. This is what we said we're gonna do. And they miss those deadlines a lot, they do. Like with the radar one, they missed, yeah. right? When they, they put the radar out, they said it is gonna take a certain amount of time to get the functionality back in there. They blew that deadline. They did get there. Like you could imagine another company not only not, you know, not being willing to set a deadline and not getting there quickly, but like not getting there at all. Yeah. Right, because events overtake you. You d you don't have to do it. So you know when you stick your neck out, all of a sudden there's more motivation to get this thing done. So you know maybe the ultrasonics will take longer. Just you know FSD is taking yeah. longer than we thought yeah. it than than we thought it was. He you know they really stuck their neck out on that, and they've been wrong about a bunch of things. That said, you know they're making great progress compared yeah. to everybody else. Yeah, I mean with FSD it seems like they're wrong on the timeline because they underestimated the complexity of the problem, but that enabled them mm. to build out all of this foundational like tech, their whole AI stack, which was much more ambitious than maybe they initially had expected to build out, but mm -hmm. it's opened up new, new areas like this Optimus robot and other things for the future. So yeah, to me, I actually look at this whole FSD timeline issue. It's actually very fortunate for Tesla mm. that Elon was just committed to it and it was such a hard problem. It forced Tesla to build out a, a, a more ambitious AI team and infrastructure than they originally planned. Um, and it's led to, I think, will be their biggest market with Optimus eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, interesting stuff. All right, James, thank you. We'll uh, chat again tomorrow. And um, yeah, it's fun chatting. Likewise. Cool. Awesome.